Welcome back, everybody. It is glue. Sorry, we're good. <laughs> Take we're, three. We're Man, rusty. we are rusty. All right. This is a tripod broadcast. You're listening to Barnhill Outdoors Podcast. Just three average, raw, relatable hunters sharing tactics, tips, and stories. No scripts. So just sit back and enjoy the reliving of outdoor memories and their pursuit for a new adventure. Welcome back, everybody. It is so good to be back. This is Barnhill Outdoors here for another episode and a kickoff to finally a kickoff to 2022. Even though we haven't been here for over a year now, we're finally back. We never went away. We just had a lot of stuff happen the last year, but we're here to hit the ground running again and get these episodes out once more. As what episode a, is this? Anyway? Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> it's been a long time. So. It's 13 or 14, somewhere yeah. around that area. Is it 13? Somewhere. Yeah, I but, don't know. But as always, I'm Ricky Barnhill, and I have my amazing co-hosts. Yep, um, this is Corey Barnhill. And this is Brett Barnhill. And we are Barnhill Outdoors. Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> but anyways, uh, we don't really have a structure today for a show. I know it's been so long, but we just kind of wanted to update you on you know what's kind of been going on in our lives uh, and just how the hunting season went and just kind of talk about maybe 1883, no spoilers. <laughs> I don't know, just anything that kind of comes to mind. Yeah. And as the year progresses, we will uh, uh, schedule some guests. And I know there are some that want to. Yeah, yeah. Go, got, go ahead with that. You, you know. I got... Uh... I don't know, probably half a dozen guests um, that are interested in coming on the show that I've been in touch with for the last few months. I uh, just haven't been able to get them on here. Well, we haven't even done a show in a while, so that's probably why. But um, I don't want to give too much away, just in case they don't work out. I don't want to yeah. come back and get me. But uh, there's some there's some guests on there that a lot of the listeners are probably pretty familiar with in the outdoor world. <clears throat> But so that's exciting, and then we got some other things coming up that I can talk about. Uh, as far as filming goes, we're starting to get back into filming quite a bit more, and so just some projects and uh, different adventures, I guess you will, that mm-hmm. are coming up that uh, I can talk about too later on. But yeah, last year, twenty twenty one. I mean, obviously, COVID was a big deal. Still uh, feeling the effects of that. Yeah, yeah um, had some real major personal issues that happened in 2021, uh, major loss in the family. Um, so that's one of the reasons why we haven't done a podcast in over a year. Uh, you know, Ricky, you were yeah, deployed. I was, I was up in Chicago doing uh, jab assistance. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just been a lot going on in 21, but I'm glad to be back in 22. And yeah. um, I can talk a little bit about our 21 <laughs> Seasons, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't do much. I didn't do much for turkey hunting, so I can't really talk about that. Yeah, I don't think I turkey hunted at all last year. No. I didn't. I was in. <laughs> I was in Chirac, boys. It was. <laughs> it was dangerous. Up there. It's dangerous. <laughs> you went uh, smallmouth fishing. I did go smallmouth fishing. last year. Went to the Eleven Point River. Um, Where's that at? It's down. It's this, like south. Central South Missouri, I guess, or yeah, south? it's really right on the Arkansas border. I mean, you're about 30 minutes from Arkansas, if that. 
um, the day my buddy and I, Seth, and uh, we went, I think it was April 30th, which was um, a Thursday, right? Yeah. So we went Thursday, and it was literally flood conditions. Mm. The river was had just receded kind of back in its banks, but it was way too high, way too swift to even get a kayak on. Um, so we ended up... Was that, sorry, was that like in April, end of April, or was it? Yeah, April 30th. Okay. Did you say that? <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry. I, no, April 30th was a Friday. Okay. So, yeah, it must have been April 29th that we went down there. So we didn't. We just set up camp that day. Um, April 30th, the river was still up, and uh, we ended up going to, we dro- drove an hour kind of back north still you know south missouri but a little more north to uh, state park montauk where we like to do trout fishing and we didn't do real great seth caught two fish but didn't think to bring his camera so he didn't get those catches on film and i caught one little dinky fish that probably should have pitched back but it swallowed the power bait down to his tail so and you guys needed to eat too that's right we needed fish because we were primitive camping so yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Well, um, he brought an eight-man tent, which is big enough for two. <laughs> <laughs> two, especially if you're as big as I am. So, but anyway, we set up camp just kind of in this uh, right in the edge of this wooded area. We dug a little hole for our fire, and uh, I had brought what they call a solo stove, and it's a stainless steel. Basically, pot and, and like a little uh, fire pit of itself. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it more accurately than that. But anyway, we you cook everything on, on an open flame. I mean, he did have his Coleman stove with uh, the gas. But we cooked a lot of meals on that open flame. I cooked bratwurst. We called them cowboy beans. It wasn't. It was just a uh, bushes baked beans, <laughs> and I added some hot dogs to it. <laughs> those were our cowboy beans. Are those cast iron? pots and stuff like that that's used or no they're uh, stainless steel oh that was ones. stainless steel ones and there's actually a tripod that i put so i can hang my pot over the fire mm-hmm. and that's where i was stirring the beans and stuff in um seth loved to use that for his coffee and we actually we posted a video about a week ago or two now and it's on youtube as we speak but you'll get to see kind of me cooking i think i was cooking bratwurst he just was describing his coffee and all that, or making coffee on it. Excuse me. But, yeah, I mean, that part is amazing. Like, I don't know what it is about living that way for just a few days, and you know, but it kind of brings you back to your primal mm-hmm. in, you know, way of life. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely primal. I mean, I think hunting or fishing in general is kind of pulls out that primal aspect of yeah you know our ancestry so yeah, to speak. I was but, say our forefathers and... yeah but when you get into actually living primitively for a couple even if it's just a couple of days yeah there's something pretty special about it mm-hmm. even though the eight-man tents is so much better though than his four-man tent is that as big as my brother's tent because my brother has a giant tent i can stand in it and would not touch the top mm, i think your brother might have like a 12 man 12 man yeah well, that's... I mean, it was big enough for him and I to have our own little corner in the tent. Like I said, it was better than his four-man tent in our 2018 trip. 
we were so close that I ended up sleeping outside underneath a little canopy thing that we tied up on the tree in my lawn chair. I mean, <laughs> how were the bugs? <laughs> well, it was spring and it wow. was getting down in the 40s at night, so. Weren't too bad. Weren't too bad. It got chilly while that fire died, so I had to keep putting a few logs on the fire mm. and it would warm up and I'd go to sleep until that fire died and I'd wake up. But, so, I think, go ahead. I was just saying, so what was like the purpose of, or, you know, were you guys down there to smallmouth fish, but uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, you got kayaks, obviously, on the 11 Point River. Yeah. How did you get to where you were going and, and know what you were looking for? Well, the second, this last trip, because we'd already went up the river once, but the goal, both trips, was just exploration. Yeah. I mean, the first time, it was a complete adventure, because we had no idea what, like, each new bend was like... You know, what, is this going to be a big hole? Is it going to be a narrow space? So, but we were basically, both trips we were fighting going upriver. Yeah, because you only brought one truck, so you don't have a drop-off point. Like, you can't right. just start at point A upriver and then go down to point B and right. take another truck back or whatever. Yeah, so, so we were, we were, current. and last year was very, like I said, we waited, the, we had to wait two days basically for that water level to be low enough to safely kayak. And even then, uh, we only got to the first fishing hole that we fished the first time. And in the rapids, and I even in the video, I predicted that we weren't going to be able to pass the rapids because they were difficult to get up yeah. on normal water conditions. Yeah, I could see you guys really struggling. <clears throat> and of course, you know, video doesn't give it, you know, doesn't yeah. give it the reality of what you were through. But you could see like you guys trying to actually walk up, uh, like literally walking up the current, holding your kayak, and then... Seth almost falling in. Jeez. That was the very beginning. Um, I, I cut a lot of it out because it went on for a very long time because we were getting more and more tired. And plus, as we went up, it was getting deeper and faster. And so it was just really, really slow, slow going. Mm -hmm. And it had been like 30 minutes of yeah. <laughs> just us I mean, walking. Could you guys get out? And could you have gotten out and did it that way? or No, because... It's literally, there's a little bit of a bank that, and it's just really thick, thick timber. Hmm. And you couldn't get your kayak through oh, there. Okay. Um, I mean, you could, you, if you didn't have the kayaks, you could walk. Right. But with those kayaks, you're, you kind of have to keep them underwater. Yeah. Um, we actually tried to go to the, to the left originally around the bend, but it was getting so deep, it was almost past our shoulders. Hmm. And so we had to cut back to that little island that we ended up resting on for okay. a while and we rested there for a while because we were both exhausted i mean that was truly everything we had to get i was basically there was one point where i was like seth i'm gonna have to yeah give up yeah. you know just turn around and start going down river yeah. the way you're supposed to yes and uh you know it would be kind of cool to have multiple vehicles so we can have a drop-off point or whatever but something about fighting the river, I don't know, it, it was just, it's rewarding when you get to mm -hmm. a hole and, I mean, you've earned it, yeah, you know, right. and every fish that you catch, even if you catch like three or four like we did last year in, in our main fishing hole, like it's really rewarding because you, you, you fought to get there. Yeah, like I saw it in the video, but when you're paddling up the river and then you're, I mean, where do you know to like just stop? paddling try to get somewhere and just fish like what are you looking for in those conditions versus like normal water level 
conditions. So, well, sometimes the, and you'll see in the video, the current will actually will create a back current mm -hmm. and it'll kind of push you into the bank. And if you can get yourself kind of wedged in that, those root Spide, wads and stuff, yeah, like, the tree roots on the bank, because everything is real brushy. Like there's no real way to get onto the bank. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, that's kind of how you anchor yourself. Because fishing just out in the middle, you're, right. you're drifting so much that you can feel your bait just kind of pulling away. Yeah. I mean, um, so it's similar to, I mean, pretty well any fishing. If you're fishing for catfish, trout, smallmouth, if you're running through current, you know, a fairly fast current waters, you're going to want to find slack water to be able to get in there and get those fish. Yeah. And uh, because it's close to spawn or is during spawn, the fish actually are starting to move up close to the bank. Oh, okay. Um, that's where they're making their nest sites. So you fish up by logs and kind of like you do it mm -hmm. on talk, you know, and you just try to fish all those areas. Sometimes you go in the deeper holes and you'll get other kinds of fish like those uh, goggle eye and things like that. But yeah, you want to get under those logs. If you notice on the video, there's one log that I kept letting my bait drift to, and I was, I pulled like three of them out. Of yes, there. I mean you seem. I mean I don't know how much you cut and edited that, but it looked like you caught them pretty quickly. They were, they were, they were pretty close together. The the cuts were just, you know, any slight downtime. But mostly I was just casting them maybe two or three times in between those catches. Yeah, they were pretty close together. Uh, I probably would have fished a little harder, but I was so wore out at that point <laughs> that I. I think I even say in the video, I was like, my back's killing me. And I was yeah. like, I'm going to have to take a seat. So yeah. mm -hmm. what would you say? You probably paddled up river like a mile or so, or no, um, not the second time. Yeah. Um, the first time we paddled up, I would say we paddled up over a mile in 2018. Well, the good thing is this year we're planning to go again. Right. Uh, which we also plan to film. So that is uh, early May. We're planning to go down there again with uh, pretty much the same crew of guys, except a few more. So Yeah. Um, and we're going to take two vehicles, and we're going to have a drop-off point and a pickup point, and hopefully fish and film a eight-mile stretch or better. Yeah, that would be great. They chose to do this uh, on the week my child would be born, so <laughs> yeah. just keep that in mind. Yeah, you should have thought about that nine months ago. <laughs> yeah. Way to plan ahead, Rick. <laughs> yeah. So we're kind of talking about fishing. I know we all got to do some sea fishing last year. Yeah, that's right. So I, I actually got to go twice. I uh, went down to Texas in July, and then I went to Florida in August. That was a, it was a busy south for me last year after I got back from Chicago. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was the first time I ever did it. And when we went out, I went out with my mother-in-law. She's a huge fisher, fisherwoman. And, um, we were catching, uh, uh, well, black, black, black tip, shark. black tip sharks. And it was a really fun, those were really fun to catch and bring in. And then we, when I was in, uh, Florida, we caught a few more. I was with our old pastor. We stayed with him at his house him and his wife's house. And we caught some uh, sea bass and some other miscellaneous fish. But those, uh, those little black tips, they put up a good little fight. Yeah, they do. And they, they I was the only one, it was kind of funny because yeah. I was the only one catching the the bass around and all these kids were like just coming around when you drag it up they'd be like look at over there they got a shark and 
you have this big crowd come around you. It was pretty cool. What'd you use for bait out there? Oh gosh. Um, I can't remember the name of the fish. It was a, it was a smaller, shiny silver fish and it had like kind of teeth in it. It wasn't like a kind of like a shad, but like a sea, sea water. Yeah. It was something like that. So we just, sea shad yeah something we just cut her and cut her in chunks and those sharks they loved it yeah and then we used similar when i was over in florida too yeah we it's fun it's it's a blast we did that Mm -hmm. we brett and i went down to florida with your mom actually Mm -hmm. and our folks and wives of course and families but um so we're sitting on the beach with with our dad and uh your dad and we were using that some kind of shad type of thing too. Yeah. Um, and then squid and I like squid better because it would actually stay on the hook where the, the fish that we were using the shad, I'll just keep calling that cause I don't know what it was. <laughs> Something. <laughs> but it just kept falling off. I mean, yeah. Just a current, you know, the mm-hmm. undertow, whatever you want to call it. But, uh, did you use caught. shrimp at all? Oh yeah. We, we used shrimp we too. Used shrimp yeah, too right. And that, that was actually pretty good. Yeah. That too, worked well, but again, that one fall off, fall off yeah. all the time. Um, but we were catching sea catfish like every cast. I mean, it's the same depth of water that people were swimming. Mm-hmm. We just had our fishing poles right off the beach, and as soon as we put them down, I mean, you, it was kind of hard. Did you do any to, waiting? Because like, I, I yeah, a little bit. We actually, I waited to pry my chest. Really? So yeah, I, don't I probably know if smart enough to do that. But well, I kind of <laughs> I did that once. I didn't go quite that deep, but I got close because there was a. It gets kind of deep, and then it shallows way yeah, up. And I guess sandbar. that's like the sandbar out, you know, further out, and then it gets deeper. And I tried to get over that sandbar because originally I was just heaving as far as mm-hmm. I could from the from the beach, and I'm like, man, it's way out there. I lost a lot of bait doing that, and it was only like two feet deep because there's a sandbar out there. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured I, I finally realized I could get past that. I was still catching pretty much the same fish, but a lot if, of sea catfish. If we had gear that we had brought. We could have done so much better, but yeah, I mean, I was grateful that we had what we had, but you know, it was a jank reel from Walmart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The, you know, yeah, and they had been used heavily by previous anglers and dry rotted line. Yeah. I mean, it was, luckily my mother in law had all that stuff. And yeah, she had a lot of nice stuff too. It was it was just a blast though. I mean, just sat oh, in yeah. these lawn chairs, mm-hmm. smoking a cigar. Yep, uh, just fishing pole out there, and I could, I mean, I could have done that all day. I pretty much did do that all day, mm-hmm. every day, but it was just, yeah, that was just so relaxing. You know, the kids just got to play around on the beach and the seashells. And have you guys ever seen a black sand beach? No, we, not when we were out in Florida, out by Jupiter area, it's like between Jupiter and Port St. Lucie. Yeah. They have a, they have a black sand beach out there. Really? That's where we went fishing, Michael and I, and I, I'd never seen that before. That was really cool. Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. These, this, the sand in Sanibel, it's not really white, but you can't really see it anyway because you're just covered in seashells. Mm-hmm. Like the whole beach is just seashells, which is pretty cool, but it's also kind of hard to walk around. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. They get everywhere. So I do, because I know my mom, and it just depends on you know finances and budgeting, but she wants us to go out again. Mm-hmm. I think she's kind of, my mom basically lives there <laughs> in Sanibel. But I do, if we, if we do start going out there more in the summers and stuff like that, I want to incorporate that into our outdoor sure like videoing too because yeah. i i just think that's a different side of things that yeah. we've never done you know mm-hmm. and i think people enjoy doing that i do we do have phone footage of us catching fish mm-hmm. we do um yeah. so i got some could, pictures we could I, yeah. we haven't really done anything with instagram have we google i can we got some stuff to edit put on. uh 
edit those videos together and no. have a quick video or something on. Yeah, it'd be Google. pretty basic. I mean, we're out of our element there, so we're not. No, I didn't. We know can't. Anything. We can't act like we're. You know, no. we're talking about we're Midwestern boys down in the <laughs> yeah in the ocean trying to fish for <laughs> yeah. sea cats, sea bass, and black tip sharks, which you caught several, and then our dad ended up catching one. Yeah, um, and those things they feel pretty cool. Were, I, that's... Uh, I wasn't expecting it was that. Kind of sandy. It was sandy, like sandpaper. Yeah. I thought I was, I was expecting like uh, slimy. Yeah, and, you know, they were really neat. I'm pretty sure I hooked a tarpon. Tarpon? I can't. I don't know. Oh, on the one that snapped your line. We had so many fish yeah. break our line. Really? Like they were. They all felt huge, and then even like the little sea catfish that were, you know, not very big, felt big. But some of them like feel like they're going to pull you in the water. Yeah. This one was definitely much heavier than any of the catfish I caught. And Corey and Dad witnessed it. And the only reason we thought it was a tarpon is because it, it surfaced for like three seconds before it snapped my line. It had that big black yeah. bucket mouth. And it was real mm. silver and shiny. It, was the, it, it matched everything I've seen of tarpon like in pictures and videos. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it just snapped that. And that was that was the heaviest line I had um, of all the poles, I think we had. I, yeah, I think it was probably like thirty or forty pound test. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it and it was, was a. Was, I was, I was that line dry rod? You think it may have been, but and the reels didn't have very good drag on it. Mm. So the reels were, they were so sandy you really couldn't. Yeah. I mean, when I was reeling, it was like a jerking <laughs> motion, <laughs> and you know when it would fight, I would try to give it a chance to you know fight it yeah. and not hog it in, but. I mean, it wasn't. Uh, it, it wasn't the size of like the tarpon you see. Oh on TV no, no, no! Were, it wasn't. It's not like a ten foot or six foot tarpon, but right. it was still. I mean, you could see its mouth. It was. It was huge. It was bigger than any bass I've seen. Yeah. yeah. And then I hooked a snook, that got off too because I saw, remember that, that one surfaced once too. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, so that was cool, but that was a lot of fun. So fishing. Uh, yeah, we we enjoy fishing, and now we're. Getting back to that season, yeah. really. Yeah. In fact, uh, in two days, uh, as long as I'm physically able, I have a bad back issue right now, but uh, planning to go down to the Lake of the Ozarks again this year to do a our annual you said snag this weekend trip. you're going? Yeah, on Saturday. Wow. Yeah. How are so you going to do that? Just sit in a chair and don't move, <laughs> and hopefully don't go too fast. That'd be cool. I didn't know you are going. Mm-hmm. I am currently looking, working on his snagging trip video from last year. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we'll get that out on the on the tube soon. And I'll try to film. I'm going to film this year as well. And hopefully we have some luck like we did last year. You got some new equipment, didn't you? I'm sorry. <laughs> you got some new equipment, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, we we end up buying a. Um, a good camera again, kind of like the ones that I used to used to use. In fact, it's the same model of one I've I've used in the past. Uh, I believe it was up in Canada for a bear hunt. Uh, it's a good camera. It's a pretty compact camera, but uh, able to film, you know, deer, whatever from yeah. a decent zoom anyway. And it's got I think it's 1080p or I don't know if it's 4K or not, but it's pretty good footage. I think so. Excited to use that this coming season. Get some more videos out there on YouTube. And hopefully be able to show you guys right. what we're sharing with you on the podcast. So it, it's so 
I know we had this vision when we first started, but mm-hmm. we still want to keep to that vision. Right. So we just had a lot of stuff happen. Yeah. A lot of stuff that was out of our control. And yeah. Unforeseen. Uh, unforeseen issues. things, but we really want to hit it back again and uh, get in the good graces of all you guys because we really enjoy doing this. Yeah. And I think we have a lot to lot to show you guys because we've had a, lo- a long year. So Yeah. And I appreciate, uh, we've had a lot of really positive feedback over the last several months. Uh, so listeners wanting us to start this up again or kept asking us when we're going to do another podcast. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we almost did, I guess it was probably a month or so ago and then just didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're, we're trying to get committed to doing this a lot more frequent, uh, obviously than the last year. I don't know if we can pump them out every week like we were doing there for a while, but we're going to definitely try to. Maybe twice, twice a month yeah. at least, you know, just trying some, to get, get on a routine first and yep. then see where it goes from there. Cause we really do enjoy doing them. Um, I like sharing stories with the listeners, with each other, uh, sharing, um, some tactics and, you know, different things that we've learned over the years to try to help other people out there. Mm-hmm. And then we enjoy obviously having guests on to share their, their experiences too. But, uh, but yeah, so that's a couple days. It's snagging season in Missouri. And then I guess the next thing would be turkey season, which I didn't really, like I said, didn't really even go last year. Um, and then in May, early May, we're going back down to 11 Point River. This will be the first time I'm going, so I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, it's it's been a trip that I've Small mouth. been wanting you to be a part of. Because every time I go on there, I'm like, It'd be really great if you were there to experience yeah. mm-hmm. all of this. Even though I knew that if you went, I'd have to get my own kayak because I'd been borrowing yeah. yours for the last <laughs> couple of years. It's funny. I, I bought that kayak probably, what, five? No, probably six years ago, maybe. And I've used it probably three times. And I just never use it. And other people use the kayak more than I do, <laughs> which is totally fine by me. But I never use that though. So I'm. I'm kind of excited just to get out and use the stinking yeah. kayak that's taking up so much space in my garage. Yeah, um, I recently bought my own kayak. Um, a little longer than I thought I was going to be. It ended up being 12 foot, which... That's a big one. In my mind, I guess I didn't realize how long that most of them are 9 foot. So when I got it, I was like, whoa. But <laughs> I'm a big guy, so... Hopefully it's sturdy. It didn't look very wide. I hope it's wider. Oh, it's, it's wide. Okay. Right. In that it's, picture, it didn't look, look like a canoe. Like no, it's, it's, it's actually designed so that you can stand on top of it and fish, uh-huh. which I'm not going to do because I <laughs> get it on video if you do. Yeah. I might try right. it once. I don't know why it sparked a memory. Seth and I, if you watch that kayaking video of mine, uh, when we leave the river, we're going back to camp in one scene and there's like a muddy puddle. Talking about why I wouldn't stand on something because my balance is so bad and, and just bad things happen to me. It seems like, well, I I thought I had it on video and I was excited, but I ended up not being on there. But at one point in time, Seth and I were crossing this muddy puddle down this road and Seth was in front of me and I was following him. And there's this one section that I, I guess I tried to jump over. And when I did, I just hit loose mud and my foot just slipped out. And basically, I looked like um, Harry and Marv from Home Alone when they trip on the marbles, you know, and their legs kick out and they fall flat on their back. Well, I did that and I just, and it was like out of my 
control. I just yelled like I was falling off a cliff to my dad, and it <laughs> echoed all through the woods. And Seth turns around, like concerned, thinking that I like just broke my leg or something, falling off the cliff or something. <laughs> I was like, ah! and it literally just echoed all through the woods. <laughs> and Seth looked at me like I had just died, and I was. He's like, "Are you hurt?" I'm like, "I said nothing's hurt but my pride." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, I don't know. It was so crazy. It happened so quick. It's crazy. Now, when you're down there, that place is actually surrounded, like completely surrounded by um, Mark Twain National Forest, right? Yes. I mean, you go down this dirt road. I mean, it looks like something a scene from. Uh, What's that Battle of the Banjos or whatever? Dueling Banjos? Deliverance. Yeah, oh, Deliverance. Deliverance, yeah. Like you go way, way, way back. Mm. And uh, yeah, and once you get back in there, it's all timber everywhere. Yeah, because yeah. I've, I've sparked my interest as well for the possibility of turkey hunting down there on the Mark Twain National Forest. Because there's, I mean, in Missouri, I don't know what the exact number is, but at least in that area, there's probably sixty to 80,000 acres. A public land. Wow. Like, right there. You could have killed a Jake last year from really? our camp. Really? I heard him coming. I heard him kind of putting through the woods, and I saw his little red head, and he finally spotted us and just took off right across the river. Mm-hmm. And every single night, we could hear deer or something crossing the river. You can hear him. He could set the big up, something's crossing the river again. I'm like, I hope it's not a bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there is bears down there. There's no obviously there's no electricity, but there is a sign down there from the conservation that has posts and stuff, and it says "Be bear aware, you know, mm-hmm. be mindful." Yeah. So maybe we, one day I'll see one. Also, in um, last year in 21, I did a uh, Central Missouri Public Land Challenge, which was also held at the Mark Twain National Forest, but a different section of it. It was up more towards like uh, Jeff City area. But that was a lot of fun. Um, there was probably probably only about six or eight of us in the challenge that came. But it's it's open to anybody in Missouri. Uh, if you look up Central Missouri Public Land Challenge on Facebook, you'll see the the dates that it's doing. This year, I think it's October fifth or fifth through the eighth, maybe. And this year, it's going to be at Mark Twain Lake, actually public land up there, but. Last year was at the Mark Twain National Forest, and it was just a good time. And you talk about primitive camping, we also did that there. Uh, there's no electricity. We literally just found a piece of public land that you could camp on. Dug our own hole for a fire pit. Uh, one of the guys did bring a blackstone griddle. That's uh, like propane. Mm. And so we, we ate pretty well. <laughs> Not going to lie. It was pretty nice. We I made up some I call hobo burgers. But they were just took a hamburger patty, took uh, hash browns, bacon, eggs, and they just made one burger out of it. And it's delicious. Yeah, you're right over there, Rick. Oh, you're, yeah. you're like falling asleep. It reminds me of Seth and I's famous campfire burger. Yeah, it's. I mean, hobo burger, campfire burger is just everything. Basically, you have in your cooler, you put on the griddle, burger. and you can put it together and make a burger out of it. And uh, we we didn't end up getting anything. Nobody did. Um, there were some really close calls. Uh, I was hunting and had a pretty nice buck. Actually, two pretty nice bucks that came in. And they got about 35 yards, but there was a bunch of little trees in the way, and I could mm. not get a shot. 
Um, but so there was out of all of us, we, we all saw deer. We all saw deer every day and almost every sit. Uh, in fact, like, I'm pretty sure everyone had a deer within 40 yards almost every set, which is pretty cool because, I mean, you're you're scouting thousands of acres of land, and then you just decide to set up, and it's all hanging hunt. Yeah. And so you just go out there, and you set in a tree, and, and where I ended up seeing the deer was actually pretty close to our campsite, which was pretty cool. Um, But, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. So if you guys are interested, anybody listening to do a public land challenge, you will need either a climber. I mean, you can hunt from the ground if you – you know, if you're able to, but, um, or like a mobile setup that we use, but it's called central Missouri public land challenge. And it's going to be this October 5th through the 8th. Uh, if you have any other questions, you guys can reach out to, to any of any of us from Barnhill outdoors and we can, we can get you some more information on that, but yeah, pretty excited. (laughs) (laughs) He, he said any of us at Barnhill outdoors and, I'm like, I don't public know land challenge. <laughs> what the heck is he? You did the public land challenge last year? So probably direct those questions to uh, Brett and uh, Corey over here. Yeah, probably mostly Corey, <laughs> it sounds like. Uh, no, it was it was a good season. I ended up killing a pretty nice eight or an eight point. Wow, pretty nice ten pointer last year. So and a doe, uh, all in the same hunt. So that was pretty good. Pretty good day. Uh, otherwise. You know, most of the season was kind of slow, except for that that one day. (laughs) (laughs) Brad, how was your season? Uh, Pretty slow. Um, I did a couple of catch and releases, I call it, (laughs) where there were deer bucks that were not legal that I could have easily killed that obviously I had to pass up. Um, And at Rifle, I finally... Killed a buck that I would probably normally passed up, but desperate times calls for desperate measures, and we had zero meat in the freezer, so. Now you got meat in the freezer? Yeah, now <laughs> I have meat in the freezer. <laughs> Took care of business. Yeah. So hopefully this year I'll produce some deer as well. We're going through a transition phase, it sounds like, in our uh, lease property. Um, so we're going to have to either start hunting more public land or find another lease property. So we'll keep you posted on that as we are able to find something. If we're able to find any ways to gain that access or get, get those lease places, we'll let you all know. So that way, if you're having the same issues, you can maybe get a little information. I don't know. We don't know yet. So if you all know, let us know. <laughs> yep. Um, Season was fairly slow for me. I didn't go out deer, but did a few times. Went out a few times for duck. Yep. Not as much as I'd like to. But uh, we we shot okay. Yeah, we did it. We got we into him a little bit in that pass. The pass, and then I went out to uh, to the bottoms up by uh, up by Alton, and uh, we saw a few, but it wasn't wasn't great. Yeah, got one hoodie or one Maggie. Oh, and yeah, I. It was a slower, slower season. Yeah, I don't think any of us was a, were able to hunt as much as we'd nope. like to last year. But hopefully this year we can get out there a little more and get some get some good footage and put a couple nice YouTube videos together for y'all mm-hmm. and for us because we like to watch them. Yeah, Even I do if it y'all for us. Don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> we like I'm to watch the only them. one who watches it. I think. 
Hundred <laughs> something people watched the other one. Yeah, Small that's true. Ninety nine was Brett. <laughs> Ninety-nine different accounts. All right, boys, you got anything else? Uh, I don't think so. Like I said, uh, got some the public land challenge was one was one of the things I wanted to bring up. Um, that's going to be coming up in October. We also have uh, some some outdoor industry guests that we'd like to get on the show and uh, hopefully get those on here sooner than later. Yep. And when I get a little bit closer there, if I have some confirmations on those, I will let you all know the little secrets on that. Excellent. Brett, you got anything? Um, just that we got a few videos in the works already. Uh, hopefully we'll be making more soon. Yep. Yeah, I echo what they said. So other than that, I got nothing. So we'll sign off here for tonight, and we'll see you guys next time. All right, man. See ya. See ya. Bye.